Hey there, Fellowship family. You are listening to a channel created for the church in Winchester and beyond, purpose to encourage, inspire, and equip you to love God and love others more fully. I'm Mark Francis, your host for the day. And with me at the round table today, we have Butch Bryant, who is a member of Fellowship Bible Church. How are you, Butch? Good, good, Mark. Thank you. Well, we are here to chat about a specific segment related to our focus here at Fellowship Bible Church. Um, it's calling, we're calling it Living Out Our Sexuality. And, um, and Butch, you're going to fit into a role here where you'll, you'll explain in just a bit. But uh, first, by the way, I just want to remind everybody that we have a video version of this podcast on YouTube that people can subscribe to and an audio version wherever you typically listen to your podcasts um, weekly. And uh, we're going to release these as it goes. But we're well in the midst of our focus right now. Um, and, and we began with biblical foundations. And, and here we are in this kind of concept of identity and sexuality. And so before we really dive into that, I, let's just want to get to know you a little bit. Sure. And sure. Uh, kind of just share who you are, maybe just a bit about what you do for a living and how long you've been at FBC. Sure. I, uh, well, I'm local. I grew up in Strasburg, Virginia, and we moved to Frederick County. My three daughters, they all graduated from James Wood. And then in 2016, I moved back to Strasburg. I actually bought a house two blocks from where I grew up. So wow. uh, I've been at FBC since about 1992 or 93. There were about 250 people going to church here at that time. So yeah. uh, we've been here for a while. I work in professional sales, uh, have for my whole career. Uh, for the, about the last 10 years, I've been selling public safety communication systems. Okay. Um, and uh, right here in this in this area, and uh, three daughters—they're all grown, married, and gone now. So life is good. Grown, married, and gone. Yeah. Wow! You don't even look that old. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's good, and you don't sound that old. Also, for oh. people who are listening, so that's that's a great thing. And, and you've been at FBC for a while. And uh, what what kind of ministries have you been a part of? How have you been plugged into the church here? Yeah, I've been. Uh, Gosh, early on, we taught in the elementary school ages for a couple of years. Uh, spent seven years as a youth leader back when my kids were at that age. Uh, spent five years, five or six years, as a community group leader with a group of single men. Hmm. And, uh, and spent a number of years on the leadership team for Dondon Hartog. Okay, great, great. Well, as you've been mentioning things, you use the word we a couple of different times. So... What do you mean by we? Kind of so, what has brought you to this point right now? And so we, for me, we really means predominantly uh, myself and my three daughters, and of course now their husbands and my three granddaughters. Mm -hmm. um, when I first came to FBC, we would have included my wife, Kelly. Okay. So Yep. yep. So kind of since this is a focus on identity, sexuality, I mean, I think you've got a few things to share about that, but kind of walk me through you, you your wife Kelly how did you guys meet what what kind of has transpired since then sure we met at JMU while we were both students there okay uh, fell in love got married right out of college in 1987 and uh, then unfortunately it was around 1996 that she decided to leave hmm. um, and pursue pursue life in a different direction um, and uh, Sorry, what else did you want to? Oh, I just I'm just kind of curious of kind of th that that relationship and that the marriage of how that fell kind of fell apart. I mean, I'm sure that was difficult. 
It was very difficult, and I'm sure like all of all those, it, it's very complicated. It's very convoluted. Um, when the dust all settled, our daughters lived with me for two weeks hmm. and lived with her for two weeks, and we did that until they graduated from high school and went off to college. So it was just a complicated situation all through it. But, you know, God was good. There were people at this church that really reached out to my daughters through all that time hmm. that just really made a significant difference for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I really really fell in love with FBC through that time, Mm. especially those really dark times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who are watching and listening can relate and and know every story is a little bit different, but the same. There's hurts involved. There's people who are involved and it's never, never easy. But here we are today to talk about this idea of living out your sexuality. So here you are currently a single divorced man. Yeah. And and what does that really look like for you? But I'm curious before you ask, before you answer kind of what does it look like for you currently, harken back to the times where you were single before you were married. Um, what, what was your lifestyle like? What did that look like for you? And My lifestyle was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> so I became a Christian at Labor Day weekend, 1990 as an adult. So, and I was already married then. So before that time, I was, I was very worldly, mm. lived a very worldly lifestyle. Um, in, including sexually. Mm-hmm. I mean, just what, what you see out in the world is exactly what I did. Um, so since that time, it's been very different. Um, so I've been single for a long, over 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a long time. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and for me, um, I really didn't date for a long time. I dated a little bit right after the divorce. And it seemed like, you know, when that relationship ended, that my daughter suffered a loss too. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's it. Yeah. They've had enough. Right. So I really put it off other than now and then um, would go on a date. Lots of times would get set up to go on a date by well-meaning friends um, until, you know, the last few years mm-hmm. uh, now that they're all grown and on their own. And um, so, and, and it's very different now. It's, you know, my desire is to please God and 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 not just how I live my life at work, but also in, in how I live my life there mm. in, mm-hmm. in that space as well. Yeah. I'd also just preface that, you know, just because this is entitled living out our sexuality, we're not going to get into details of behind closed doors kind of kind of thoughts. But as you live it out and what people see, I think is very important and and how how you can show others kind of a lifestyle that is first of all pleasing to God but then also that kind of shows that you're living out the biblical model and and I'm just curious if you wanted to share briefly kind of what biblical perspective do you see yourself living out of what is God called a single person to live like so let me give two answers to that the the straight up answer to that I would say comes out of 1 Corinthians 7 verse 32 which I have here it says but what I want you to be without care, he who is unmarried cares for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. And I, I think that idea gets lost with a lot of contemporary singles because there's a sense in which sometimes we'll feel like a second-class citizen sort of at church. Mm-hmm. And right. that's clearly not what Paul is saying in, in, in 1 Corinthians. What he's saying in 1 Corinthians is actually an advantage to be single hmm. because you're free 
to really devote yourself to the Lord. Whereas if you're married, you're going to be devoted to your spouse. Sure. So, so I think that's that's a big part of that answer. Um, and and then as it relates sexually, I, I think what's helped me the most in being able to maintain my purity over the years is this understanding that we're made in the image of God, and that you know in, in Genesis chapter two, God tells us that you know that that we're male and female, and and a husband will leave his his mother and father, mm-hmm. the man will leave his mother and father and become one flesh with his wife. And that's a picture of the Trinity. Mm. So you have, mm. you have a, right. a, the Trinity is God, one God in three persons. You have this multiplicity and a singularity at the same time. And in a marriage, you've got two people in one flesh. And that is most complete, really, in intercourse. Mm-hmm. That's where it's really one flesh mm-hmm. physically. Right. And so to have sex outside of marriage would be to defile that image. Right. And that, especially, you know, to speak to singles, we, we all experience those times. I'm going to call them extreme temptation. Yeah. And that's when, for me, that's when I'm, I'm with a woman that I have some feelings for, and she has feelings for me. And we're in a place where we don't have to be accountable, right? Mm-hmm, right? So the last time this happened to me was about three years ago, and it was someone from work, and we were at a conference. And we were alone at night, and hmm. I had to reflect on that so that I could leave. Hmm. Wow. And without that biblical grounding, I, I feel certain I would have faltered. Yeah. And so you need to yeah. be grounded in the Word, especially in today's culture, which is so sexualized. I yep. mean, you just pop open your social media and... You know, you have no idea what you're going to see. Right. Yeah. I mean, so so that's that's definitely something that people can relate to. I mean, how walk me through like what specifically um, comes to mind when you see the struggles coming up or potentially a, a difficult situation, whether it's with a woman or whether you're looking at something kind of what what harkens you back to the biblical perspective? Like, is there something that is a a godly trigger for you that can bring you back to uh, to him. I think more than anything, it's it's to be consistently in his word, so that you're you're hearing the voice of his spirit. Hmm. That's gonna it's gonna speak to you during those times. Mm-hmm. That's very easy for us to ignore. Yep, and just do what we want. But but it, the the more time you spend with with Christ and His Word, the more sensitive you're gonna be to that. And the more likely it is that you're going to be able to resist that temptation. Yeah, and I love how our church has has laid this out for us, where the the prior focus called Thrive, God's Word for Life, is calling us to understand that God's Word is authoritative and it is instructional for everything. And yes. and, and essentially that sets us up to then understand His perspective of identity and sexuality. And and throughout this focus, I've been hearing that. It's, it's really simple. When, when you're single, you're called to chastity, and when you're married, you're called to monogamy. And if you put it yes. that way, yeah. it, it's kind of difficult to, to say, okay, are there any other options here? Sure. But, you know, so how you live it out um, as, a, as a single man, um, what the world can see is, um, is not always real. So how do you how can you be transparent with others around you? How can you show maybe if you're mentoring other guys around you and you're in this group community group, 
What can you do to encourage other people around you to kind of live that life of purity? Well, I think you can call them into into the word where it tells you that you're called to chastity mm-hmm. as a single person or monogamy as a married person. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also good to give them your personal testimony mm-hmm. on that, you know, and I don't have any problem telling people that I'm celibate. Yeah. You know, and I'm celibate because of my faith. Um, it's actually cost me mm-hmm. a couple of potential relationships along the way. Wow. Um, but um, that would be the right thing at, at that point. That would be God's will in that. Right, right. So, yeah, you also, it makes me think of when, when you are living the life that God has called you to live, there's freedom. There's, there's this sense of, wow, I am doing the right thing. And, and there's this opportunity to be a witness and testimony to the world around us, um, where otherwise people would question you and say, what are you, a crazy person? You're turning X, Y, and Z down. You're giving up a relationship. Just go do what makes you feel good. You know, <laughs> how would you engage somebody who has that perspective? What would you challenge them, and how would you, how would you say, how would you explain how you live? Well, I think one of the ways I might explain that would be, you know, to go back to the the image of God. Is if if in having sex with someone outside of marriage, I defile the image of God, and I care about that person then I've asked someone I care about to also step in and defile that image. Hmm. And that, that just seems to me, if you care for that person, how could you do that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of uh, life to live. I'm curious of just in your story, do you, do you see yourself dating in a way that would lead you to remarriage? I, I would have few years ago would have said no to that Mm -hmm. Uh, but the last few years I've I've really felt it on my heart a desire to get married again Mm. so Mm. but we'll see where the Lord leads that yeah it's really in his hands and not mine so absolutely well I appreciate you coming here because as we interview people and have these podcasts of living out our sexuality it's different stages in life different people whether they're married or single all have a different story and your, your story is definitely unique, and I appreciate you being here. Is there any specific final thought or a kind of concluding summary that you would challenge um, those who are watching and listening to? I would just say, you know, the name of our church is Fellowship Bible Church, and it's in the scriptures where all these questions are answered, not just sexuality, but you know, we both work in professional sales, and there, there are times, there, there are opportunities where we could be maybe a little dishonest hmm. for profit. Um, and it's, again, it's, it's going back to the Word that helps us not to do right. that. And so, um, and it's not just about not. It's, it's where we find that freedom and we find peace is with Him. And so that would be my encouragement, not just to singles, but to married people out there that, to value the Scriptures um, and to spend time in them on a regular basis. Absolutely. Well, well said. I really appreciate you being here again to uh, just challenge us and uh, and share your heart and your story. Um, it's definitely meaningful. So thanks for being a part of the podcast today. And uh, just a reminder, you can go and submit questions about this particular topic and focus online at our website, fbcva.life. Um, and you can also go to fellowshipathome.org. Um, to, to see all the different resources that we've been providing for this focus. 
and uh, and there's more to come. So continue to watch and continue to listen. And until we um, chat with you again, have a great and peaceful and productive day. Thank you. Thanks, Butch. Thank you.